Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if I do say so myself. I've noticed that and I think our listeners have noticed too because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you, like I'm feeling you, like I'm feeling you. 
Everybody freeze, put your hands up. We ain't about to take it easy, I hope your cake's up. London with the beat, yeah, we go so in. Got a girl with a friend, yeah, we both win. Hotel chillin', yeah, she's sweet. Got the pain and the koozie up in the suite. Take a pics with the side chick, oop, delete. I bet you wondering how I keep it all so neat. Yeah, back in the days, 14 years. Going up, London town, yes, no fears. Went on a vacay, yes, it was a teaser. Later found out she was going to a visa. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Pump Heads. Today with me is friend of the pod and Pump Head, the one and only Ryan Bailey. What up, Sup Nation, Pumphead Nation? What's up? <laughs> Pumpheads, we gather, we ride. We gather, <laughs> yeah. we pod. We ride it on. <laughs> Let's go back to the Sir Alleyway now. God, the Sir Alleyway ain't what it used to be. So, by the way, did you notice last night in the Sir Alleyway, there was like nine propane tanks just laying there and i was like lisa is definitely gonna blow that place up you shouldn't have <laughs> propane tanks just lying. and james and uh uh raquel were out there and they were having a conversation and all i could see was all these propane tanks i'm like that is not that's not how propane tanks are just supposed to lay around you know you're so right about this also not in a place where people are often smoking cigs. exactly if if Dodie was still working there that place would have been toast on that episode leveled atomic bomb style <laughs> explosion but, but I mean, all joking aside i really think that's like i don't know of a health violation but it's some kind of violation restaurants aren't supposed to just have a bunch of actual propane tanks just lying outside like that's a public area we could walk right up to that uh in sir's case i'm sure this is like the least of the their worries in terms of like health code violations that they have going <laughs> i mean <on. laughs> i mean still the best thing of like if it's a rumor or not of just somebody just violently shitting themselves during a meal you know yeah and on all fours in the middle of <laughs> sir but also the bravery for somebody to come forward like that i don't even know if it would be worth the money so many brave soldiers have uh, allegedly had incredible health scares at the hands of one Lisa Vanderpump and her establishment. <laughs> and I would love any sort of investigative <laughs> investigative <laughs> podcast or follow up on not only the Sir Diarrhea vomit person, but the worm lady from Vanderpump Dogs. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, I, mean, I mean, we can guarantee nobody's washing their hands there. Like we can just guarantee no. like, uh, but I would, I was thinking last night when I was watching, like there's very few scenes in Sir anymore. Uh, but I would just like, I had this like weird image. Like every time there's a scene in Sir, you see some kind of like weird smoke bomb get thrown into the scene. Like just Lisa's trying everything <laughs> or in her power to like, kind of like destroy the restaurant just subtly. Totally. There was one point where she said she was like bragging about, all the new umbrellas that she got and she goes i won't go down with this ship and i was like we know that lisa you've literally tried to torch this restaurant like five times but also she goes i she goes look at this garden bar we did and the umbrellas look like those shitty umbrellas you put in my ties like the color like but they just look like a bigger scale of that of like did you go to a smart and final and get this like it did not like like look what we did it looked horrible like it it didn't even look like it was like in the same family of a restaurant you know no she went on like alibaba and got a deal (laughs) and imported them (laughs) i mean but the the power of like the audacity of her to like just like suspend disbelief and say like look at what we did we put two and two together look at this we are surviving this pandemic 
I had to get really scrappy in the midst of a pandemic. She goes, look at this. This is outdoor fabric. It's like, bitch, that's, oh, I would hope so because it's outdoors. Like, I'm sure most of the, like, fabric that she uses for her outdoor seating is not outdoor fabric and has, like, black mold all over it. I'll, yeah, I remember going back to Sur for the first time when they got, like, you know, the, the COVID restrictions left, but they didn't have inside dining. It was like the little outside area, not the garden area, she said last night, but the first iteration the of it. And I thought, I thought, oh, wow, this is going to be, no, we didn't even get the back. We got the front by the street, like where, okay. where they're just like literally daring people to drunkenly hit you with a car, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember thinking it was like going to be this joyous occasion. And it was like a shit show. Like Max was our waiter and no offense. Like he's like not a good waiter. Like none of them really are good at any of like, so it's fascinating. It's like on selling sunset where they act like there's only seven people that can sell real estate in Los Angeles and we need to get them. And it's like the same thing with sir, but none of these people turn out to be good. Like, like all of his stuff was wrong. Like the whole order. It was like one of the weirder somber nights I've ever had at a Lisa Vanderpump establishment. I can't believe that you went to Sir. I can't believe that anyone still goes there. And then I, I guess going there is one thing, but dining there is another. Yeah, no, my friend really had never been there. And I, you know, I, okay. uh, yeah, I'm just going to blame her on that. But um, blame her. But also that's like the curse. The curse of podcasting about Vanderbump rules is that you will no doubt end up at one of those establishments far more often oh. than you care to. Yeah, I mean, it's like it used to be. But I always <laughs> redirect to Tom Tom now because I can't, I just like cannot go to Sir Pump ever again. Well, it used to be just so magical. I remember the first time I went to Sir and then I remember being an extra in one of the Sir dining scenes. And that was when they like, they give you like this prefix menu where you can order like one appetizer and one meal and then you have to pay for your own drinks and then you know it was like and they you just don't get to leave and nobody's like communicating with you and you're like are we gonna get in a shot and then they were like oh katie's gonna come over and and ask for dessert and you're gonna say you want blackberry cobbler and i was like i don't want blackberry cobbler like but you're gonna say it and she's gonna give it to you and then she's gonna come back and ask how's the blackberry cobbler and i was like okay cool like i got like a little scene with katie (laughs) And, uh, and then at the end, they fucking charged me for the Blackberry Cobbler. Like, they charged me for the Blackberry. And I was like, then I was like in my Classic head. Sir but that's what I'm saying. Like, I had this theory that it's like, Sir doesn't, like, they have like a different set of extras every night just to push Blackberry Cobbler and drinks. Like, the, you know, that Sir depends on extras buying desserts and drinks. Yeah, to pay the bills. Yeah. I'm sure. That's why. I mean, Lisa has like a whole shady setup going with sir it starts it's like extras the propane tanks in the back the alibaba umbrellas that i'm sure she bought in bulk like 30 of them imported them and put like the dry ones by the propane tanks in hopes that like a random cigarette will get flicked on them yes. ignite a fire and like blow the whole thing to smithereens did you see the creepy statue by the propane tanks too there was like one creepy like statue like it looked just like made of rock and i was like is that ken like is that ken frozen <laughs> like because i we, we used to talk about how ken's life force was with jiggy and once jiggy died like i thought it was like et where they like feed off each other you know and that's why he totally always, but then jiggy unfortunately passed and i mean ken really does not like this was the most alive i've seen kim uh ken all season and he was just going oh oh, oh. he doesn't seem well no and not he for a certainly long, doesn't yeah. seem with it 
Yeah, my mom. My I took my mom to Tom Tom a couple of years ago, and she saw Ken like shuffling by, and she was like, "Oh, that's the guy." And I was like, "Yeah, that's the guy from the show." And she's like, uh, "I need to find out how old he is." And like his Wikipedia says he's like fifty-eight or something ridiculous like that. And my mom was no, like, "My mom, no, no. my mom had, had like a few like cocktails in her," and she was like, "He is not fifty-eight. I, he, you will, you, I'll bet my ass that he is not fifty-eight. Time to investigate. Add it to the list. The list of lies. <laughs> um, let's get into this episode. There's like a lot and also not a lot to talk about. This are you are you feeling like this season is just like dragging on purposelessly? I mean, I feel like my life is dragging on purposelessly, but like I mean this <laughs> this fits right in with that. It's like it's one of those things where it's it's kind of like Tom and Katie, like Tom Sandoval and Katie's relationship where you obviously they have known each other way too long and they don't want to, neither of them want to be talking to each other. And like at this point, it's like, it's never going to have the magic it once was. I will watch it until the day it stops airing. I will never not watch this show. But like there is just, it it feels like more of a chore and not, a, but it's like a bizarre, like it feels like a fever dream when I watch this, like I'm watching Brock with his thick thighs drinking out of a shoe. And like, it just feels like these things that are like very dreamlike to me. And it's like, I didn't totally. sign up to watch, like I signed up to watch bar people cheat and lie on each other. I didn't sign up to watch people have big houses and like throw like barbecues and stuff like that. Like that is not what I signed up for, even though I desperately love most of these people, you know? Yeah, it's a, it's a weird fever dream vibes and it is an alternate reality at this point. And it's also I just am constantly asking myself why like and I feel like Bravo must be asking themselves why, too. And no one's answering that question. They're just letting it linger in the universe and they continue to make the show. But I also <laughs> feel like they're like we're you know, I don't. I think I'm realizing with Bravo, the further I get into it, is that they're not asking why. They're saying, this is content. We can put commercials with it. We're good. Like, they have not. I feel like none of this is really thought out. They're like, okay, Vanderpump Rules. We're going to keep the majority of the cast that are still here, and we'll have Charlie and Sheena. Does your boyfriend want to be in some stuff? Like, there's just, like, this weird cobbled together. So you get kind of these bizarre scenes. And we've seen these same scenes again and again. But it's just as they grow older, as they grow older, like, you kind of lose your taste for it. The only thing now I'm watching for where it's like, you know, it's because the reality of these situations we know with like Lala and Rand. So it like, it is this like added bonus to hear Lala be like, Oh, if my guy treated me like that, no, thank you. You know? And it's like, your mm -hmm. guy was treating you like that for years, you know, potentially. Yeah. And I guess it'll be interesting to see next season. Uh, how like single Lala, we've never known Lala as a single woman on the show. Well, that's, that is the other thing is that like I do find myself just daydreaming and going like, does Lala go for another rich dude? Does Lala go for love this time? Does Lala go back to being a yacht girl? Like where is, I mean, she's obviously a fear. Does she get back with Rand? Cause I think that that could totally be a possibility. Did you read those uh, text messages from girl oh, gangs? Oh, I read the text. <laughs> I mean, first, I mean, Randall, not a great speller. Like, I mean, and the way, like, it's just the, 
uh, you know, text me until I come. Text me until I come. Uh, you know, like, yeah. could you imagine Frantic. Like, Randall? And Frantic then, sex energy. And then, and then he thinks he's being sly and he posts a photo. He always posts these creepy selfies where he's like arms extended and he's looking earnestly directly in the camera. And he's like, yeah. I spent Thanksgiving with all three of my daughters. My soul is full. And it's like he's looking into the abyss and something. And like, I feel like he's like staring into my soul when he does it. And it's one of the uglier versions of Rand that I ever see and it's just like he thinks he's coming off relatable to Lala of like you, like Lala will see that I'm in pain Lawler you know mm-hmm. no it's like I find it really kind of like despicable and very on the nose behavior that as soon as that shit broke between he and Lala and she moved out he's been just posting selfies of him and Ocean and I'm just like Rand like don't it's better to just post nothing at all than like optimize your baby for sympathy and try and make everyone think that you're like a good family guy like I think both things can exist he can be like a total horn dog and also a dad like they're not mutually exclusive but don't try and like trick everyone don't try to use the dad part just one thing yeah other part like I mean that's the other thing it's like it's gotta be shocking for like for these girls, like, I'll give you 300 for a photo of your tits. You know, it's like, wait, are you the eighth producer on The Irishman? This is weird. You know, like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, and That's does, a good does, deal. That, to me, I'm like, that's a good deal. By like, the way, I would no be... shame in that. If you want, I, if, if fucking Rand said, like, I would love to see your feet, and I'd be like, hell yeah, like, 300 bucks. I, yeah. And by the way, for any of your listening audience, I've always said that, like, I am so I have high arches. I am so down to sell feet pics. Like like not even Do you have a wiki feet? No, I mean I wish. Like uh Have you checked though? No, I haven't. No. I don't You might have one. Oh, I wonder. I checked recently and I had one. Yeah, you know who Charlie Burnett has one too because I interviewed her once and I was looking for information and she has a a wiki feet and it was like 3 out of 4 or something, but she said it was because she had foot surgery and and they found like a post-surgical, but yeah. it just messed up her wiki feet score. You don't have a wiki feet ah. yet, but I mean, I feel like it's just a matter of time. You got to just post, sneak your, sneak those hogs in there. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> the casual Hey, Instagram you want to see these size 12s? Yeah. I'll, so I'll I take think her's. the community probably would like that. Um. But the Randall thing is like you realize that like on a I guess the semi serious note is that like the dude has an addiction obviously like the dude literally I mean because it's not like it's because I hear it's like the same mo the whole time of like he is so persistent he wears like where's my photo where's my tit photo where is it where is it where is it like he wears these people down and so he makes like a finsta account that then he operates from that and then he meets women through his finsta account yeah, and like then he they must just start just... texting back and forth and like sexting yeah like he like randomly like just goes like fishing he online. slides into your dm yeah and then it's like his one finsta account was like called palm beach forbes and was, yeah like, i saw that like, <laughs> fucking I mean, a, rich guy shit also, <laughs> classic rich guy shit <laughs> what a, i mean that's like so late i mean it's like what like that's so and also in this day and age like if like you don't have like a I don't know. I just can't imagine the sliding into random girls DMs, like how this even works in the first place. Like how these, like, I don't know. Uh, it, like an account with no photos. Like it's clear, like 
right? Isn't it just a n- very no photos, no followers no, yeah, type of vibe? Yeah. And the thing like, is, the- what woman even responds to like a total no photos? Do you just see Palm Beach Forbes and you're like, maybe he's rich? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. I. Uh, you mean Palm Beach, Florida? Wow. And Forbes is in Forbes magazine. <laughs> I'm responding to this non-avatar, yeah. no followers he's like, account. He's like, I would throw in billionaire if I could uh, have more characters. <laughs> like, it's like rich guy 420. Yeah. And then does he Venmo you first, and then you send a pic? That I feel like that would be the kind of yeah quid pro quo of the transaction. The other thing he was like going like, do you do blow? Show me a picture of you using. Show me a picture of you using. Like that's another weird thing too. Like blackmail almost. And that feels like black, yeah, blackmail for sure. Also like, I'm not going to send you, I don't do blow, but like, I also don't think I would send a man a photo of me doing like ketamine or like mushrooms. But also, (laughs) also I, like, I don't have, a, like, a album full of me doing Coke pictures, you know? Like, so then, like... Yeah, what, no one takes like, photos of she's themselves, like... like <laughs> yeah, get a good shot of... Railing blow. Get a good shot of me <laughs> railing off this guy's dick, yeah. Like, I mean, like, that's, like... Who keeps those and like for posterity? So then he's like, is he asking for a girl to go out and get blow and, like, show her using just for the photo for Thrand, you know? Like, does he throw in yeah. more money for that? Does he, like... It's so weird. Maybe he just, he clearly, I guess, has like a double life where. But it's not even that double. Uses... Like we all knew this was Rand. Like this is all like. The... Well, yeah, he's a dog. The... I mean, that's like how he met Lala, essentially, right? He, he targeted Lala. He targeted. The fascinating thing there is like the you know, and that's the real shame of this all is that they're not podcasting together anymore. That's the real sadness in all of this. And they had yeah, they by the way like loss. you they had a tour uh, in December as well that they had to uh, mm-hmm. cancel. And I love Randall on the podcast saying, like, I'm just too busy with work right now. And it's like, also, you cheated on the girl you do the podcast with. Like, why would we expect you to be in the podcast anymore? Like, why would we ever? I mean, it would be funny to, like, have him still be there. But um, and I know Jackson. But also why? Like, I don't think that those tickets were selling all that well. The market that they were targeting was so such like a secondary almost like tertiary market of podcast listeners i was just shocked because it was like all very much southern states and then like florida which maybe that is their like biggest market i think they were going like this i think they were going like stassi route as well like i think she probably hit up a lot of those areas i think lala like i mean i like lala for the most part and i i just think she's sometimes still for like where her not place, but like how popular she really is, you know, like, I don't know how I, I, you know, it's like, she didn't make the New York times bestseller list as we all know. I don't know. I was just, I was also picturing like, cause we know Jackson Rand hang out, you know, it's like, what does Jack say to Randall? Like, is he like bitches, man, bitches? Like, what is he like? How, what are, what are his words to Randall? Like, or is he, is he upset that he might lose the Randall connection? Like what, what is he What's going through Jax's mind, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, if he, like, who's going to get Jax in the divorce? Well, I mean, but it'll be who Jax chooses, really. This is like, you know. I feel like Jax chooses Randall, ride or die. Oh, like, yeah. Like, what can well, remember, Lala remember, do for Jax? Remember when <laughs> over COVID he posted a fi- picture of Robert De Niro's director's chair and he goes, I'm a producer now, hashtag set life. And it was like, <laughs> it was like. 
He's like, hell yeah. Go clean those toilets. Okay, that's what a producer does, I guess. You know, like, it was just like Randall, like, it's like take your challenge kid to work day and it's like Jax and it's like, oh, this is my, you know, this is my doofy son, Jax. He's going to watch me make the, the big moves. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know if any of them work because like also Randall's in charge of millions of dollars of people and foreign investors money. Do you think foreign investors are like, oh, cool. Our fucking producer has Palm Beach Forbes and he's asking people to stay on the line until he comes. Like, like, is that like, you know, it's I know a really bad look. And I think being on a reality show as a producer in his position is also a really bad look. Like that would make me feel weird as an investor. If not only just you're on a reality show, but if you're on <laughs> Vanderpump rules. And already <laughs> we're putting our money into a sh- already like a very no like a shitty movie like that's what randall produces for the most part so you're already putting yeah. your money in a shitty movie and now you realize i mean this guy's like uh you know a d-level harvey weinstein you know not to mention the whole money by monday randall fofty drama like that would scare me away as an investor if i'm even have an inkling that someone's gonna withhold my funds from me i just wanna i'm waiting for him to like uh like rekindle that 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 photo of him hooked up to the heart machine of like lala please Uh, they're uh, they're looking for a baboon heart for me right now i might not make it please i just want to spend my last moments with you and what's her daughter's name i know how is this going to unfold i really i hope that it challenges lala to get a little more real raw and honest on the show oh you think she finally real i mean she's maybe i mean mean, it's been it's she started off so strong then dipped down and now it's also like i guess it's good that she secured the friendships with like stassi and katie and got a couple years in with them before breaking up with rand because if it weren't for her connection to rand i don't think that they would have ended up being friends yeah i mean like i still am really not like i still think Lala, I mean, I really, no offense to Stassi and all that, but Lala, like, kissing up to all those girls, like, never sat right with me and, like, really courting that. And I'm like, and she even mentioned this season of, like, you know, I was called, like, a home-wrecking whore and all of this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, by Katie and Stassi and Kristen. Like, Ariana and Tom, like, they were, like, cool with you. I felt like she really like has shat on them completely and like thinks she is the, I don't know. I take this stuff way too personally. And I, you know, and it, this is a really tough season for Tom and I really, you know, <laughs> this is a really tough season to be a Sandoval fan. Um, it's making me more of a Sandoval fan because it's showing such like, it's showing the dark side of his personality, but almost the dark side of his personality is like comically villainous that it, it doesn't turn me off. It like, it makes me laugh. Cause it almost feels like it's like he lacks kind of that self-awareness in a really good way where, cause he's not like, I don't think that he's like a bad person. Like I think Jax is like a bad person who also lacks self-awareness. Yeah. I think that's like a brutal combo. But there was that moment where Sandoval's talking about, like, I want drinks so good, they just, like, suck your dick. Like, ooh, my dick's getting sucked. And I was like, you are such a 
skis in this moment, but I'm also obsessed. Also, like you're you, slimy right you've now. You've just assured that I will never get a drink at Schwartz and Sandy's. Like, <laughs> yeah. holy shit, I ordered I'm a good. gin and tonic, and this dude blew me. Like, like I mean, like it was so. He, he's always like, but like that's the thing. I am so um, in my life. I am very uh, in admiration or attracted to people that are like so positive and energetic about everything they do. So like, cause I'm not that way. And Sandoval's like, I'm going to put smoke in this and I'm going to age bourbon. And this is going to be Tom's whiskey. And Randall's like that a little bit as well. But I think Randall's actually very sleazy at its core. And Tom, I don't think is out there trying to like hook up with everything with a pulse. You know, Tom is just into Tom and he's into like these big, like, I mean, he like, if you get a drink at Schwartz and Sandy's, it's got to take like an hour to get that drink. Like you're, I know I was like, so many is, things happening. Yeah. You already have run into like so many problems in just the sir universe trying to get a drink. Like it's a little bit more of a pot well oiled machine at Tom Tom, but I'm like, let's not put any more barriers between like, you ordering the drink, the bartender making it, and then you getting the drink. I mean, it's just like, there seems like 80 containers you're going to have to pull from to make one drink. Like, you're, like, taking sprigs of, like, a witch's tit and things, like, just random <laughs> things to throw in this drink. And then it is, like, it is weird, though. Like, we've known these people now for so long where it's like, there is, like, what is Schwartz's deal? Like, Schwartz really does just, like, hang back, kind of says some funny things a lot. But he is, like... So weirdly, like the relationship between him and Katie and him and Tom, like I think at some point, like trigger warning, like I mean, is Tom okay? Is he gonna kill himself at one point? Like where, like is the pressure gonna be too much at some point? Like he's he laughs it off, but I feel like on the wrong day, something's gonna go wrong for him. You know? Yeah, I just think it's like the tension that's between the tension between Katie and Sandoval, like can't stand you know what I mean like that and then so by the end of the episode where she's like well I'm not going to be part of this I'm like good but also no one ever officially asked you to be a part of this you had a conversation where a guy said you should do this not like I formally put you on the team to like make this restaurant with some, with these guys watching Katie's storylines always makes me hope that the show is fake because I'm like, how the fuck would somebody walk around thinking like, well, I've got more experience than the both of you put together. He wants my opinions. He needs my opinions. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, Katie, you cannot be this like, or, like what? Like, it, it, I just sit there like that's the part that I hate because it is, is that's what feels like a dream of like, how are we still talking about this stuff? Like. To me, this is like a easy, like, you don't like Sandoval. Why would Sandoval want you there? I understand both sides, but, you know, sorry, your husband's involved. You're not. You got, like, go back to Pucker and, what was it, Pucker and Pout or whatever. Pucker and Pout, yeah. yeah fire that up again. Like, get back into some beauty blogging. Like, it is, I want to root for Katie. Like, I kind of start off yeah. every episode, yeah. especially this season, like, because I, Sorry, I was like, I came to my senses eventually and was like, Tom Schwartz is a bad husband and kind of a bad guy. Like, he is always like, he's just a flop. And like, I hope that Katie can get her wits about her and like leave him, I think is the only option. I think being with him has like whittled down her self-esteem. And like, I think probably being with a man like that is a full-time job like you don't you're constant he has never had her back ever does not stick up for her says things like 
when they're talking about the restaurant stuff, well, it's just a piece of paper in regards to their like marriage, which was a huge fight of whether or not they would get married to begin with. Like, it's just like, how are you with this person? Well, and then like, the reason do you the, not see that's destroying the you? thing that they share, like the bonds they share is that they both love watching Polly Shore movies. We know. Like that's something they're like Postmates. and ordering Postmates <laughs> and like they love just like bed candy. They love like weird, you know, but like they last season, they even admitted like we don't like to have sex with each other. We don't like it. And we're cool with that. And we're very happy. Remember that they were like, we don't like they yeah. try to have a romantic night. And then they were like, let's just like drink and go to bed. And they were like, and I guess that's a form of a relationship, but it's also, I think, called friends. And it, it's like yeah. there's a scene this week where they both wake up and you know, they're talking about that, that in Tom's kitchen with the fight. And it just seems so sad where they like are sitting there going like, well, what do we do with our day now? Like, I just get the sense that like, if filming wasn't happening, like Katie doesn't do anything, you know, like Katie just like, yeah, I get that sense. You know, it's like, she has no purpose in life. Yeah. It's like a retiree almost. And like, that's what I do. I don't like, I do like Katie. I, I mean, I don't dislike Katie, but it is weird with the Schwartz thing. Like I just never see their romance. Not every, not every romance needs passion either. I don't need to see that, but it just doesn't even, I just don't understand. You have to have some in a marriage for like a long lasting marriage. You do have to have sex every once. You have to have sex like sometimes. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, speaking as a divorce man, like that, you're right. You do need to have sex sometimes, yes. Like I heard, I mean, I've never been married, but like maybe you can attest to this. Like I watched a show recently where two people went to like a marriage counselor and she's like, marriage starts here but dies here. Like, and it's like- You guys, she's you pointing to her private parts. Pointing yeah. to my private yeah. parts, yeah. If you stop fucking, like that's the beginning of the end. Yeah, I mean, there is yeah. like a physical, like that's the whole, I mean, supposed like that's the whole promise of a relationship is that you get to do things with each other's bodies, you know, like that yeah, is like, you get to like be like, Hey, I'm coming over. Like we are going to do this now. <laughs> and you have carte blanche to say yes. that. And you know that you're probably not going to get rejected in that situation. Yes, like, that's like one of the only reasons like, to yeah. be in a relationship. I would like to put my fingers <laughs> in this crevice and I would like, yeah. yeah. And I, hopefully you would like to do something in return to me. Like there is, I mean, mm-hmm. I think that is, and if you don't want to do that, I think that really is called like friendship or, you know, there are names for those things of people that don't touch each other in their private crevices, you know? And it's like friends. Yeah. Platonic relationships. Yeah. Speaking of someone touching crevices, would it be a Lisa Vanderpump scene if she wasn't getting humped by some sort of animal and making like a sexy comment about it? I just like, it's like, it's, it's just like, it's like Elton John playing Rocket Man at every concert. And you're like, <laughs> you're like at a certain point, you, you know, like, I mean, it's, and that's, that's an extreme. Cause I do like Rocket Man and I do like Elton John, but like, I think Lisa thinks these are like classics. So she's like, I've always, I've never gone wrong with a good dog humping bit. Like she thinks she's bringing the fire, you know, like, oh, the audience totally. love this. And like, I'm sorry, as a dog owner, and you are a dog owner as well, you know, 
if you're you she keyed up that dog to hump her arm oh. a dog just doesn't hump your arm out of nowhere oh, if like you, look you have closely, to be positioned she, in a certain yeah, way and like you kind of do it yeah she smeared peanut not that she, i've done that i've not keyed that up she smeared <laughs> it's not my thing she smeared peanut butter all over her forearm you know she did like are you kidding me you're like Peter. Oh, you Peter, I like Peter second shag. Peter, get <laughs> Peter, get my peanut butter jar, please. And then she goes, <laughs> the dog one. She was like, you know, I like it quick. Which, by the way, that's the other thing. Like her other bit of like, you know, she only lets Ken hump her for like five minutes every like birthday yeah. he has. You know, get it over with. Yeah, I can't be bothered. Why do you think Ken wasn't even on like the cast photo like of the this season? You know. I think he's not well. I think that he truly is sundowning. <laughs> it's weekend at Bernie, weekend at Tom Toms. You know? Yeah, it's like maybe he has like one good day every like two weeks and he gets like toted out. He does not look like he's like registering what's going on. And I feel like it's also very like when Charlie sat down with them and she was like, I'm good. I'm back. So now I don't have to wear a mask. I was like, but that's not how it's been working for servers anywhere in Los Angeles. <laughs> but I'm also like, you shouldn't bring Ken around here because if he gets COVID, it's fucking curtains for him. Well, isn't it, there is something to be said of like, you know, people that are sundowning, like, like, you know, if they're in relationships, the other person will bring them to their favorite spots to try to be yeah, like, true. I saw a glimpse of Ken tonight and he was, you know, he's not there for like three hours of the evening, but for the five minutes that he's there, it's magic. And like, there is mm-hmm. a possibility like Lisa just like makes him put on his like blue satin suit and just like come into play. He might. And that's a really dark thought. But like the, also the Charlie thing, they got to like figure like Charlie has such great promise and they stick her with these little filler scenes of like, I'm going to rattle off a bunch of information about Vax and I'm going to go here. And I just moved to West Hollywood and it's very close to here. I'm very excited to work. And then Lisa, like, then she goes away and she's like, I wish she'd shut up. Like she literally like Lisa <laughs> makes fun of her immediately. And Ken goes, Oh, uh, Oh, uh, uh. he just like grunts. He's like, Oh, uh, uh. yeah. He does not speak in full sentences anymore. DJ, that was the scene that DJ James Kennedy comes down and he's talking about being a, like a weed addict, which he actually came <laughs> off like a coke addict. He was like, no, the thing is, I could be just as, if I don't smoke weed, he says I could be just as high. If I did smoke weed, it could just, like he was so amped. He was manic. I think it's like, I think there's some underlying mental illness stuff. I feel for James and like, I truly do just root for him at the end of the day. Like, yeah. Like, I want him to figure it out. And it said seems like he's on a path to doing that or at least, like, kind of gets it to some extent. But that was really manic energy. And then he was like, I met this guy, Peter, who's, like, my dad's friend. And, like, Peter's been sober for, like, 30 years or 20 years or something, like, crazy like that. And Ken goes, I'll drink to that. (laughs) And I was like, Ken... You fucking I Alzheimer's just, bitch. I, I, I always like one of my favorite Ken, DJ James Kennedy moments was when he was drunk and he's like, I'll, I'll knock your spot clean out. <laughs> yes. Like, when they almost brawled yeah. in the streets. That was the Ken we that know was, and love. And yes. Ken hasn't been that spicy he's a brawler. Since. Yeah. Like that's who, you know. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. 
Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who has siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members. And it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. 
So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking, ew, digital frames are bleak. But I'm telling you, this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an aura frame, and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology like barely even understands how to facetime and i said just let me just let me and i set it all up for her i plugged it in i fired up the app i preloaded pictures on it and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps she thinks everyone's spying on her stealing her data and the fact that i was able to break through and she literally loves this frame like loaded it up with pictures of her cat i was like we did it joe Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. I always blame whoever pushed Ken in the pool in R-H-O-B-H. I feel like that shaved at least like 10 years off of his life. I want to get out remake with Ken. Yeah. <laughs> well, Lisa could be like poisoning him slow. I have a theory that she like that she Munchausen's Pomeranian specifically because like the Pomeranian Jiggy had like alopecia. But now this new Pomeranian that's like the replacement Jiggy also has alopecia. And I'm like, how many palms with alopecia are there? And like, how does she just magically find them? And why is this dog slowly resembling Jiggy with every Oh my God. They, they had like that shot of the, the dog at the table. And I like, I was like, that looks really like Jiggy. Like it was, it was, I mean, it was also sacrilegious for them to even try to like make it seem yeah, like Jiggy, fucking you know? Rude. But also that dog used to be like really puffy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. What happened to like Harrison? Remember like she used to have like five dogs, but where are they now? There was a Pomeranian named Harrison for a while yeah. that I really liked. I know pink dog passed away. That's a, a well, I think it's loss. like Paris Hilton. There's been so many, and I know Paris is on the upswing, but like Paris Hilton still, if you think about it, there's been so many exotic animals in Paris Hilton's care yeah. over the last 20 years. We've never gotten an update on most of these people. I mean, like I, I mean, I remember back in the day when she was like, when I was on Snapchat, like five years ago and, her like mini doghouse in the back was bigger than any place I've ever lived. And it had like a mm-hmm. cable TV. And so I was like, why do the dogs need a TV? Like, this is wild. But like, I'm like, what happened to all those dogs? Because she travels like before COVID, like 300 days a year. Like what, what is going on? Like, how do you, and then she keeps adding animals. Yeah. And the Kardashians all oh. have had like a shocking amount of animals between them. And they've really come and gone. No yeah. one follows up with this, but I, feel there's something ain't right with the Pomeranians and Lisa with a lot of things I'm keeping my eye on. I think Chris, I think Chris Jenner though, I think Chris Jenner like secretly takes some of these animals and says like they're pre-owned by a Kardashian and gets like a lot of money for them, you know? Yeah. Or at least like it's probably easy to rehome them if you're a famous person. Yeah. I think she's tried to rehome Rob a couple times now and it's never really took, you know, like (laughs) he always gets returned. He knows how to dress himself. He wears this baseball cap every day. Yeah. 
Um, uh, I loved the Pilates instructor that they went to go see. Betsy, I believe was her name. Yeah. I, and I want to show about her and her Pilates studio. No, it is. It's like, it was up there with like, I mean, it was very strong, like Reiki, like the Reiki master vibes for me, but just with the Pilates. And I love, I don't know, like group workout scenes are always funny on these shows because you always have like the one that's like killing it, you guys. I feel this from my ass to my ankles. And that was like la la. And then you have like one of like Sheena going like, what are you guys doing? I don't even think my body can move like that anymore. Like I think Katie's just like a lump on a log, you know, where she's just like <laughs> sprawled out. Like, you don't. they didn't even focus on her in the scene. Like, I think she was there, no. but it was just like Sheena and Lala. And I just like, wow, is Katie all right? Like, and they did that earlier this season with Lala hooking herself up to that electromagnetic machine with Katie. And I thought we were going to see them literally shit themselves, you know? Yeah, I think Katie's really going through the motions this season. Like, I think she's also not all there either. And I can't say I blame her. Like, her two WeHo witches got fired. And so there really is, like, no... This would be a time where she, like, cements herself as, like, an essential element of the show or, like gets to do it's just it's shocking but also so on brand for the Vanderpump universe that it's like you think if you're Katie Maloney and both of these women main characters have been fired you're one of the OGs you're about to like go into filming a new season of your reality show that's been on for eight seasons that you're gonna be like oh, maybe I'll start this like side hustle business or maybe I'll do this or this is what I want my storyline to be. And like, this is how I'm going to look and I'm going to do my glam this way. And like, you're going to get like Kardashian level strategy, strategic about it. And she truly didn't do a damn thing. (laughs) She literally did not do anything. No, there's and I'm like, that's like, Everyone on the show, aside from maybe Tom and Ariana and like Tom Schwartz, who just lucks his way into like a career of sorts, I guess Sheena, I I guess everyone kind of has like their side hustle thing going on, but she just like cannot activate. And I'm like, I really do think it has something to do with being in such a long term relationship with a person that just disrespects you day after day after day. Free Katie, man. I know. I'm also like, I'm not trying to discount her like personal responsibility for her life, but I do think that that has something to do with it. Cause like she could have owned this season been like, well, they're doing this. I'm doing yes, this. Like, like blah, 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 blah. Like even if it was just like, I'm going to have like a COVID glow up, like the bare, very bare minimum of just being like, I'm going to work, like work out with a trainer and like get a makeover, go back to being blonde. Like that would have at least been something. I mean, fucking Sheena, like, literally like left like the birthing table and like filmed the next day she and like she's like this is my like i'm gonna make this my show now like i mean she was like you know you could tell she was like ready to rock ready to go she was like you know ready to spar with people or like getting brock in there let's show them our life and our shitty youtube channel like all of this stuff but katie is just like we'll get into the like allegations like sheena is truly it's all on the table with sheena shay yeah i mean i think the one thing i i mean I, i don't know like this whole thing like the fact that they're filming a reunion this week and i'm like what are you gonna like what like what talk about yeah i mean and you know if andy pulls one of these 
fucking four part reunions. Like how, I mean, like, you know, like Nicki Minaj comes out to interview the pump rules people. Like there's no, I mean, there's only the La La Sheena and the La La Tom, but then La La supposed like, you know, are we supposed to feel bad for La La because of the Randall stuff? And then are they going to take it easy on that? Like I'm already dreading the reunion. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Cause you'll get, you'll get Tom yelling and you'll get Tom crying because Tom really goes for it and really tries to like put it all out there. But like, other than that, like Andy's like, you know, so James, two years without alcohol, but weed, how's it going? You know? Yeah. And he's going to be like, well, did my thing, but it's still a process. Like, it's like, you know, at this point, what everyone's my vibe is going to be. My favorite part was the flashback of him. Like, he's like, I'm on three edibles and I smoke it all weed. I don't think I'm even, I don't think I'm even here. I'm not on this. Uh. And he was like, so like, he really did seem like a ghost. He was just like, you, he was just like looking into space and stuff. He's like, I don't even think I'm here right now. So good. <laughs> so glassy eyed. Yeah. And he looked so different back then. Yeah. Yeah. I loved um, <laughs> Sheena listening to like Lala and Katie talk all about shit about Sandoval. And she's just sitting there and she was, I think I have PTSD from these women. And I was like, I'm sure that you do. <laughs> it's like, but I mean, this is the other thing. Like when you're in these scenes, don't you realize you're in these scenes and you're like, I'm the person that just listened to them talk shit this is going to come back in another scene. Like the, you know, like when you're in those scenes, it's almost like you're just fulfilling this role of not actually sticking up for your friend. Like it's like a trope of that, you know? And, and I was like, don't you understand that this is a show? And like, this is the moment that you also say like, well, I actually think like blah, blah, blah. And you like kind of cause a little bit of drama. But I also think Sheena's just like, she's a lot on her plate. She's like gave birth dealing with like a new husband slash baby daddy trying to like get her like pre-pregnancy body back or like struggling with like self-image a little bit and like being very honest about that plus it's like everyone knows about her baby daddy's past it's like (laughs) take one thing off of sheena's like don't make her just carry this show on her back you know like for one also the only times brock actually seems happy is when he really is playing sports with the guys like they like yeah we're playing golf i'm brock that's my problem by the way i can't do it like that was really good classic australian let's play pickleball i'm out at 6 a.m to learn pickleball um uh, also, did you notice Sheena said, um, if I'm going to get this crop top uh, frame back and then they flashbacked to her wedding <laughs> and I was like with Shay and I was like, that's so dark. Like we just discount that whole relationship entirely. And the only thing we take from it is like, I rocked a crop top wedding dress, bitches. Yeah, poor Shay, wherever he is crying into some pillows. I wonder how Shay genuinely is like. Probably not good. Remember when he did that Hawaii diss track, the rap track? Yeah, you know, like after the <sighs> Sheena thing when she went to Hawaii yeah. with the Bachelor guy. Thank God that he wasn't a very good musician to begin with. Yeah, somebody like, but it also I heard he like went more into producing. That's good. Yeah, like, uh, more like, hands off, like approach. like Quincy Jones, you know. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yes. Following the footsteps of the great. <laughs> Remember when Sandoval taught him how to make eggs? They taught him. Shay. How, yeah. Remember when he was like, 
burned out from pills and all that. And they like one of those storylines was like, we're going to get teach him how to like make eggs and broccoli together. Was like, what I really love is like a healthy <laughs> breakfast. It's a great way to start the day. What do you guys think? Yeah, I do it's remember like, that. I think it was like Sandoval and Ariana. And like, that's what I'm saying. Like Sandoval gets stuck with this health chase storyline and he like fucking is giving it his all, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I would yeah, be like, don't give me a hard. fucking egg scene. No. And Sandoval loves it. He loves it. He, I was shocked to see that the bacon a is still very prevalent on his butt. <laughs> that was like, it's weird. It is weird to see like a, a golf. What are those things called? Like a golf stick. A tea. A tea, yeah. A tea coming out of Sandoval's ass. Like there was something, uh, there was something off putting about it. Like, I know it shouldn't be attractive anyways. Like, you know, like that's just a weird image anyways, but there was something weird I can't put my finger on it, but it seemed like, um, I don't know, like the word mayonnaise comes to mind. I don't even know what it just like feels. It just looked weird for that brief second. It was weird. And then I was just like, wow, this tattoo just won't go away. Yeah. Because yeah. I think he's tried. It looked faded, but it's like it's been now six or seven years. I feel like since that tattoo happened, like you would think it'd be gone, but. But was also, like, like that golf scene was so like they do these two they, like it's all like bits with like they're playing sports and it's like a montage and then like the people that are there are really trying to like so you have Lee J. James Kennedy going like yeah oh yeah that's so far like they're just screaming out everything because they think they're confusing energy with entertainment and yeah that's like where Jenny McCarthy has gone wrong in her days as well like you know it's like energy doesn't mean funny you know. Totally. And I think a lot of people default to like energetic. Yeah. You're so right. Yeah. That's like, I've tried to put my finger on that before, but that's exactly like the read for a lot of entertainment that's out there is just loud. And I'm like, loud, it does not equal funny. But that's what this season of Vanderpump is, whether it be the pickleball or even like the, the pool scene later where they're all doing like the guys like diving into the pool. And it's all these like, I, you know, I, I mean, who's watching at home going like, holy shit, they're having a good time. This is amazing. They look like they're having a blast. Like, I mean, I think some blithering idiots that watch the show are like loving when this kind of stuff happens. And I just wish I could shake some sense into them like the only- because it's not it's not they're doing too much. If you have to do all this shit to make a show, you shouldn't be making the show. Should be recasting. If, back yeah, to the if you're literally board. setting up shots where it's like, okay, we're gonna get everybody diving into the pool one by one as guys right now. Okay, okay, action! Like that's what we're doing now with this show is we're setting up these shots that are gonna work their way into a montage where it's like the pool thing. The 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 the, the thing I liked the most was like some random guy grabbing Charlie and Charlie being like, whoa, eh! and then she's like, my boyfriend's gonna <laughs> kick your ass. Like that's the shit I want more of of just somebody like just randomly like saying bizarre shit to somebody else you know yeah and i don't need themes like i don't i don't need any of the themes you know we already had richella that they've been serving it's like i miss the old days when all you had to do was like a camera a static camera on Kristen doty i could have watched two hours of just her like looking i could watch two hours of her like looking for something in a drawer oh that's it's all human behavior you know like or Mm -hmm. i want a season where they're like they have to go back to the original apartments they came from. Like 
they have to cosplay their old selves. Like it's like like yeah. like the real world now, where they said like they're like you know they'll send them back to the house that they initially did their season of the real world. And like I want that with like Vanderpump, make them go back to the shitty apartment that you couldn't have the microwave and the the fan going at the same time. And like let's go back to the shit like that. Get the Valley Village. Like when you film Vanderpump, you're not allowed to live in your Valley Village house. Yeah, you have to be a waiter or waitress at Sir. Yes, and like do deal with that. You can't <laughs> you have to live in squalor. Like I. I you know, there is like, just the imagine, like, I mean, I just keep thinking of like, I want to go to Sandoval's place just to see like his knickknack room. It just seems like he has something for everything. Like, I don't even know, like how, how did that work when he was at that tiny apartment? Just like costumes and Jedi sabers alone. Like, it just doesn't seem like all of that shit would fit in there, but he like has something for everything. And I don't know, like, I, I, I just want them to not have money anymore. I think. Yeah. Or I think it would be a really good idea to send them on like a survivor or a real world road rules challenge type of thing. I think they should do that for a season. Have them like send them like naked and afraid style out into the wilderness and they have to like tough it out or like alone. If you had them all competing on who could last in the wilderness, like for the longest. Yeah. That'd be incredible too. Or like, you know, opening up another Sur in like Idaho or something like that. And like <laughs> they have to send like the crew there and like open like a franchise restaurant and see if they still got what it takes, you know? Yeah. I like the like simple life, like yes. big fish, small pond put kind him, of put thing. Put them on the road, really take them, take away all of their like little fancy like cars and toys and don't let them do social media and just let them do what they originally did best or did, did horrible, which was great to watch. Yeah. Put them in the South, like the deep South and like see how they fare. Yeah. Or like, or that's like, like I always said, end it now and let's come back 20 years from now. You know, like totally. end it now time will pass. We can see your kids growing up because that's the other thing too. Like that, you know, Jax's kid seems like a, you know, little, little tough guy. He's going to be a bull. Like I want to see how these kids, you know, and by the way, like Jax has literally said, he's going to like, his son's going to nail all those girl babies, you know? It was so gross. No, they always sexualize those babies. They're always like, hey. And they always pose him with like, he's like first threesome. And you're like, what? Like, Ew, uh, that's a baby. <laughs> my son's raw dog in these little girls. Hey. Uh, <laughs> by the way, that was a Jack's image. That was not coming from me. That was Jack's. No, I got I got that. Um, Yeah, the tension between Sandoval and Katie when they're doing their first cocktail experiment I was like, this has to, like, if they're going to be in business together, they would have to go to therapy and, like, work out their issues because it just is not going to work. I mean, there was part of me, like, but it's just Katie's so, like, just, like, like like I said, lump on a log. But, like, part of me was, like, do they want to have sex with each other? Like, is there, like, some kind of, like, like, they're, I mean, because also Sandoval, like, that's another way, like, I hope he's acting because, like, even last night when he was, like, your, your, your name is stupid. And then he did, like, space work masturbation, like a jack-off thing, you know, like DJ James. Yeah, Kennedy I didn't did. like yeah. that. Like, it was just weird. <laughs> I was, like, dude, you can just say, come on, Katie. Like, that's not, like, why, you know, like, then get in here, get involved. But, like, to take it to the extreme that Tom Sandoval keeps doing, like, I don't, I don't understand that. I, I hope it's fake. Yeah, it's unhealthy for both of them. Yeah. Like they just shouldn't you shouldn't be going into business with someone because 
you're happy at how much it pisses them off. Like that's a, you're starting out on a really bad foot there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, but also like, I mean, Katie really does look like she doesn't want to be anywhere. So if I was Tom, I totally get looking over at like somebody that wants to be like in business and she looks like she does not want to be, you know, anywhere near where they're all at right now. And like, no, I don't want to do, I don't want to taste the drinks. No, I don't want to do that. No. Yeah. You're like, why would I put you then in charge of this when I've already like invested in a successful restaurant? Like, what are you bringing to the table? This is just like you're bored and you have nothing better to do. So now you want to do this. I think it would be a mistake to on Tom's part to get involved and go into business with a married couple. And I think it would be a mistake on Katie's part to go into business with the best friends when you know that your husband does not value you and have your back do you think like i mean part of me also feels like is i i just don't trust anything anymore it's like is this super fake where in the last episode of this season sandoval is going to be like let's go with katie's name like you know like i feel like there's going to be some like we're 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 hitting it so hard i I heard from some source that like schwartz and sandy's was the the name like yeah from I, someone that i trusted that was like that is actually the name that they're going with but i don't know i mean i don't i don't know i can maybe. just see the scene where like tom and katie like, have a resolution of like yeah. you know you know i'm not doing this without you partner and he looks at katie you know and they hug i like can't take that kind of stuff like we're better than this we've given like we've given this show and I say like the collective we as people that have watched for like now nine seasons like years of our lives have been poured into this like you cannot do this to the audience it's such a betrayal yeah if that's like I'm getting way ahead of myself but I'm like yeah (laughs) don't don't fucking do this to us yeah it's it I don't know like that's why there's like but it There's also like could a, be fake, yeah, because, like, this is not how business is done. This is, like, not how a business operates. And also part of me was even, like, why, you know, dare say, like, go into the bar business after this long string of, like, COVID where, like, most bars and all that had to shut down or, you know, things are still, like, you know, getting back on its feet and stuff. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to put all my money in a new frame, like, a new place where we have more. Yeah, let's do that. Like, to me, that is also just another weird thing. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. Do you think, what if they have, like, a sandwich shop, like, on the side of Schwartz and Sandy's? I mean, it's going to be like, there's something going to be happening. Cause like, but that was new information too of like Schwartz, like, Hey Schwartz, where was that comment eight episodes ago that Katie wanted to open a sandwich shop with you? Like, why did, why are we just hearing like, so shocking. it was like, well, why didn't you do that, dude? Like what, what are you doing? Yeah. He truly is like spineless. I love also where he's like him being like, you know, we've always talked about like, opening a sandwich shop i was like really you have you and katie have pa- been passionate about opening a sandwich shop just like katie serving you a sandwich while she's scowling at you yeah like i don't trust 
Katie or Schwartz to create a sandwich that I would really love. Oh, and also you I think I like mean? if Schwartz is fucking handling my sandwich, I'm going to wind up with some kind of weird UTI or something, you know, just <laughs> yeah, randomly like, like <laughs> I don't really want it. What are they bringing to the sandwich game that I can't get at like, you know, Uncle Polly's Deli or like even a Mendocino you know, Farms? Maybe. Like you're really going to have no, to No, you know what it, I bet it is? I bet they're just like they just talked about going on like a Subway franchise, you know? <laughs> They're like, no, we were just going to be a franchise. Shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, wow, babe, we did it. Like, there's the sneeze guard. Yeah, they open up like a fat sows in Valley Village. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the exclusive rights to a Quiznos in Valley Village. Yeah. That would actually be like probably a smart investment for both of them. Yeah, I mean, totally. <laughs> uh, Just Katie's. I mean, I guess everyone has different dreams, but like seeing her, like the thought of her just her purpose in life is to like run a small sandwich shop. I guess they could be. I guess it could be worse. That sounds maybe actually really nice. No, if it makes a lot of. If it makes a good amount of money and you can pay your mortgage and like have a kid if that's what you want. But like, it also I, sounds nice for somewhere other than Los Angeles. Like, you know, yeah, like, I'm like, like I just don't see like there's like like, you know, maybe, Idaho. Maybe go, like or, you were saying. Yeah, I just like I don't feel like that's going to really like bowl anyone over here, you know? Yeah, I feel like we have enough sandwich places and that's not like a hot food item. In L.A. It would be amazing to eventually, once the show's over, like Katie's pushing a cart outside of Tom Tom at 2 a.m. selling homemade sandwiches. Like the the people <laughs> with the hot dogs, you know, with the garbage dogs. Maybe there, I feel like there could, is Schwartz and Sandy's, it's also a restaurant. Who knows? Like, they're I mean, it is like, they're, it's like, remember, he's like, he's like, the light's going to hit a prism of light and you're going to be in the theria and it's going to take you to a, like a new dimension. And it's like, sometimes like people just want to drink, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's like, is it's not Cirque du Soleil. Like I always, the older I get, the less I really care about like themed, you know, like, uh, I, I don't want a theme. I like the only thing I would be really impressed by is if I walked into a, a restaurant and it felt like an incredibly luxurious experience. You know what I mean? Where you're just like, God, it feels like rich in here. Yeah. That would be like nice. You know, otherwise you're just like, I want good food and like get me in and out. Yeah. But they're like, I mean, and then the fact that they did mushrooms to come up with like a mission statement and it was just like, it's a, it's a sight and sound experience that will take you to another dimension. And they're like all smiling at each other. Like, you know, it's like Sandoval somebody that you would want to meet in high school because like, or be like assigned with a group project with, cause he'd fucking take the lead and you could just coast, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, you might get a C on the project or even an F, but at least you wouldn't have to do anything. <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> no, like he would just like do the whole thing. They're like, this was supposed to be a project of paper about mice and men. And yes. you. <laughs> well, that's how I've said this many times because Lenny of mice and men, of course, is like the, you know, the guy that's like, you know, not all there. And like, they're mm -hmm. like, you know, Sandoval and Schwartz, like Schwartz is kind of like the Lenny of the two, you know? He's a kind of a daydreamer. Eventually, Sandoval might have to shoot him in the head at the end of the like yeah. show's run. I mean, he's failed upwards in just an incredible way to truly bringing nothing to the table and getting rewarded year after year after year with money opportunities it's just like it's truly shocking yeah i mean remember back in the day like lisa wouldn't even hire him as a bartender at sir 
Like he came no. in and interviewed with her once, and she's like, "This isn't going to work, no, darling." <laughs> like it was like that says something when you won't get hired at Sir. Like yeah, the, if you yeah. can't get hired at Sir of all places, where it's like the bar is just so low. Like Jax was a bartender there. But then I also then I like I was watching Succession this week, and there was that scene where you know uh, you know he opens up his birthday card, and it's like you know you know, get out fuck face. Like, and we're going to buy you out. And like, I eventually think that about like Sandoval and Schwartz of like these things go, you know, and Sandoval's like, I'm going to buy you out. Get the fuck out Schwartz. Well, at some point like that has to have like that has to sow cracks in the relationship. I mean, eventually, I mean, but they're the kind of like friendship contract that they have going is like, Schwartz can ride Sandoval's coattails for as long as necessary, but he can't stand up to Sandoval when it comes to like Sandoval shitting on Katie because Sandoval's the only reason that Schwartz has anything. Well, and the so only like, the only thing I get, get pissy with Schwartz too is that you know he is the gun of guy, and he even admits this in this week's episode was that you know he's hanging out with Jackson and all that, and they talk shit about Sandoval, and he agrees with them. Like, I just don't, like, I think he's another one where he's not even just like, yeah, oh, yeah, he's like, you know, I just feel like he's like, whichever way the wind blows and whoever he's with, that's who he's siding with in that time. Like, he never mm-hmm. takes a clear stand against anybody. He's kind of wants to be friendly with everybody. And that's, you know, I mean, there's also a huge stepbrothers element, like a Will Ferrell, John C. Riley thing with those guys, you know? Totally. They're like, did we just become <laughs> brothers for life? I'm remembering when they tried to pitch themselves as the ambassadors. To St. Louis. Was it for Vanderpump Rosé? It was like, yeah, it was something. I don't know. And they're like, you know, what St. Louis bars do you know? Because he was like, I'm big in St. Louis. <laughs> and they were like, okay, give us like a list or like a game plan of what you think. And they were like, ambassadors. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> It's ambassadors to Rose and, and Ken and Lisa were like, Oh my actual God. And I love that piggybacking off of that plane crash of a meeting. I think it was by the end of that season. Lisa was like, you know, what would be amazing is if you invested in my new restaurant, like maybe that's the re- when they knew like these people are so dumb that we can get them to give us a hundred thousand dollars of the paycheck <laughs> so- we name a restaurant after them and then get them to pay us to do that but also i love that like that was considered a huge opportunity for sandoval and it was at schwartz's wedding and lisa pulls schwartz aside and he's like we're going to you know call it tom tom and and you guys will run it and schwartz was like uh, I don't know. Like that sounds like a lot of work. Oh like, my fucking god! Yeah. You're so right. What the <laughs> he, like, fuck? He was like, he literally almost turned down the restaurant with his name on it, not because he thought it was like a scammy thing. He was just like, that sounds like a lot of work. Like I don't know. Like he said that at his wedding when most people are like scared to provide for their wife or their significant other for the rest of their lives, and he's like, uh, I got like a good thing going, like watching TV right now. You know, like. Like I really only have to film for like six weeks out of the year and then I get paid six figures and then I just get to like online gamble. So I don't know why <laughs> then, I want to do this. And then Sandoval was literally like just creaming his pants like, fuck you. You got to say yes, Worth. You got to say yes. You know? <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to rip my eyes out. At like just like Tom Schwartz. It just drives me crazy. Yeah. Yeah. 
And he, when he, I was at Sandoval's music performance a couple weeks ago at uh, Hotel Cafe, and Schwartz was there. Katie wasn't there. It was a Sunday night, and Schwartz was there, and he was just drinking with like just the regular people that were there. Like they'd be like, Love that. and he was buying like drinks forever. Like he was very like, he was he must have bought like, it seemed like a hundred drinks for people throughout the night. And like, he was just wow. that like kind of guy. Like, I mean, I went in the bathroom while he was there and like, he had nodded me like, what's up, man? Like, he's just like, he just, and then I, like, there was this moment that I, I got a picture of it. Cause like he was leaning up against his like column watching Sandoval play. And I was like, I mean, this is real. Like their love is kind of real. Like he really did just seem like, like, there he is, man. That's my guy doing it, man. Like singing Toto, you know, it's a beautiful love story, like friendship born off of Craigslist. Like, and it's taken them lots of places. Like I don't blame Schwartz should be like looking at Sandoval googly eyed. Yeah. I mean, but that's why, like, like if they had not met off of Craigslist, Schwartz would literally be in like a gutter. I mean, that's why, like, that's why life is so interesting and, like, crazy is that, like, that really did happen. Like, that's the reality of their situation. They met on Craigslist, and just because of a shitty Craigslist thing, these guys all have houses. Yeah. Like, that's so, I've never, crazy. I've never failed upwards, you know? No. When I fail, I really fail. I really, I really, <laughs> I like, really fail. I mean, I thought I might have to move in with my parents last year. I mean, come on. Like, this is like watching these people. And that's why it's so ridiculous when they get like all, when like Jack sits all too big for his britches. It's like, dude, they always forget that they're not actors. Like they always, for, they always think they're going to be like Tom Hanks of like, I'll do another role. They forget that what they're on TV for is portraying themselves. Like they, like they, they always forget that one thing of like dipshit. You play yourself on a show. You're not an actor that can just go to another show. Like they think they yeah. really don't, they really think this is going to last forever. You know? I know. And they don't have like a career outside of Vanderbump rules. Like there's no sort of like humble perspective of being like, wow, when the show started, I was in my thirties, literally being like, I'm going to have to leave this industry. Like I have officially aged out of any sort of thing I could do in LA because I am not talented and I'm now like a little too old to like do any, they also don't, they're not talented. I think Sandoval has talent, but like Jax and like Dodie, I think she was actually like a pretty good actress, but like (laughs) (laughs) they're not savvy. Like, so like, in fact, fact, I've said this before. I think on this pocket, like, they all went to the acting studio I used to work with and I would like look up their notes and it was like every other actor. <laughs> it was like every other actor in Los Angeles. Like it was like every, it was like, they're okay. Good looking guy. Good looking. Like Ariana had some like good notes. Like Ariana like was like considered like a uh, good, you know? And, but the guys they're like, so there was like a doofy photo of like Schwartz in our system. Like, you know, from like 15 years ago where he just like mm-hmm. looks all bright eyes and it's like, in the notes was like, oh, he's kind of funny, you know, but it would just be like kind of, you know, good looking, yeah. like lazy, like the notes even like lazy, you know. Yeah, there are like a thousand millions of other people move to Los Angeles that are just as untalented as they are and they will never get the kind of opportunity that these people got. And I, that's like what that's like why the show is so fascinating and great is because like you've lived here long enough, you know exactly what kind of people these are. And then to see them suddenly like you get this deep dive on their life, but yeah, then it it takes a turn 
when they start doing too well and you're like, wait a second. But I also think that's a weird thing with like career aspirations now. Like, do people come to Hollywood going like, I hope to get into a reality show? Like, is it even like acting anymore? Is it like, I hope to get like, or is it like, I hope to like someday. I hope to get TikTok famous. Yeah. Like, I mean, those are the things. I just want to be, do like big brand deals. I think like, I mean, like, I don't know who is trying to be like actors anymore. That was always funny when the people like said on TikTok like they made Saddle Ranch popular again on Sunset, and I was like, two. I was like, Saddle Ranch, like Saddle, like I moved here like 17 years ago or something. Like Saddle Ranch was like the big, like it was like, oh, you want to go to Saddle Ranch? Like, oh, I guess. Like, do you have a tetanus shot? Like, it would be like, and it would just always be, and it's like, wait, they made TikTok made Saddle Ranch popular again and made it famous. Like, it's hard to get into Saddle Ranch. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it was was hard to get into Saddle Ranch. Like I went after like it was also one of the only places open during the pandemic. Like they really they don't care out their patio. Yeah. Yeah, We don't tented everything. And it was truly just like TikTok teens everywhere. I know. That's like I had a friend come in town and told me like I got to. I gotta go to. Gotta go to I'm like what? Like, and I don't. I don't watch TikTok. Like anything I'm not in. to get me away from Sir having to go to <laughs> Sir. Again. Like, well, that's why. Like Sandoval is like, where's Sandoval? Like, does he have a TikTok presence? Like, I would think some of this energy would go into like making killer TikToks or something. You know? Yeah, like cocktails on TikTok. I could see him just like slaying that. Yeah. I mean, I just, I want to know so much about the money situation. Like even that scene where they are at his house, like making more cocktails up. He's always like inventing new cocktails. Like where do you, like the amount of shit you have to buy for each one of these things and where do you store? Like I'm just fascinated with the minutia of it all. Like does Ariana get like pissed that there's like wheatgrass everywhere all the time? Like or just little (laughs) things growing for like snippets of drinks? Yeah, they seem to be, like, maybe the most organized out of everyone. Like, there's a place for everything and everything in its place. The coolest moment of the whole season was, like, them waking up and, like, Tom had, like, a whole coffee station hidden in a a cupboard. And I was like, damn, that's awesome, you know? Yeah, and I love their pool setup. Like, it's really – their whole backyard and the way their pool is is really nice, like – I like their house out of all the farmhouses. Like I would choose theirs to live in. Yeah. 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 No. uh, Yeah. I I think it was worth them waiting to like decorate and stuff. And I just like, they have the TomTom mobile in their garage. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. 
I would love to know behind the scenes. I wish one of them would do a TikTok of like what you do with your money when you become like a famous reality TV star. Because I'm sure that they have, I mean, I hope that they have someone like investing a chunk of their money for them. Well, so like, Jax told us, remember that he, he's like, don't he worry. I, work again. but he goes, I don't <laughs> he even, retire. he goes, I don't even need, I, I, he goes, I, I have low income housing. I'm in the weed business. And I also sell sound equipment to movie productions. Remember he had like three jobs. Like, yes. And he's an investor. Remember the restaurant that he invested in like Ventura or something? Yes. Like that was like a, a thing too. But like, the thing was, like, I remember him on Entertainment Tonight, even before I watched Vanderpump Rules, I remember this segment where he was, like, shooting a, it was, like, a war movie or something, and they were shooting it by Magic Mountain, and they were, like, an interview with Jax Taylor from Vanderpump Rules, and in the interview, he said, you know, I get to do stuff like this now because, like, I'm set for life. He literally said, I've, I've got enough money in the bank where I'm set for life, and it was just, like, a, the, even I didn't even know Jax, and I, like, that is a bold-faced lie. That is a lie. lie, 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 you know? I wonder, is it like, he's just a lie. It's not like he's trying to do like the secret where he like wills it into no, existence he like because thinks everybody- it also hasn't worked. He has like half a million dollars of like a tax lien against him or something. Yes, yeah, so Or like a million like, dollars. And then he goes, lien. he goes, oh, you really got to check out your bookkeepers in this town. Like he blamed it on a, and like, who's calling these people bookkeepers? Like a bookkeeper. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, honey, I've had tax issues in my day, and it was not the bookkeeper's fault. It's <laughs> yeah, called you don't yeah. pay your taxes, yeah. and then you get in trouble for it. Can you imagine, <laughs> like, the last minute of panic Jax is calling Andy Cohen of, like, do you have my W-2? I didn't get a W-2 from Bravo. Could you get me a W-2? My, they say I should have one, you know? Yeah, I, like, worry for him and Britney's future. Or that, like, kid, though. Like, I want to know that the first lie that kid tells and his Jack yeah, well, and his Jack's like, is like, it's like, Oh shit, that kid's trying to be me. Like, I, I just want to know what that relationship's going to be. That's the only reason I kind of want Jack's on the show still just to have those scenes of where we could actually see with our own eyes. Like, cause here's the deal. He could be a perfect dad. He could be the most amazing dad that we've ever, like a genuine, amazing dad. Like, you know, yeah. he always has his dad's little box. He carries him in, you know, and like, look at me, dad, mm-hmm. look at me being a dad, dad. Three generations. Know? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. He's like dust, old dusty grandpa, me, Jax Taylor, my son, Cruz. Me, Jax Taylor, children's book author. Children's book author, yeah. Well, I mean, I might have to buy that book for friends of mine. That no, Mary Mary said she was definitely buying that book. She was like, it's really like, touching. The sad thing is she was like fully like in. a great idea. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, James is powerless over weed. I'm glad Aren't that he's we all? able to admit that. Yeah, we all are a little bit. I would love for Seth Rogen to do an appearance on this show at this point. Like, come on, man. It's it cool. It would be a full circle. Yeah, a full circle moment from them filming that, like, night of but like, promo. But, like, some people do need, like, I feel like, like, maybe James does need weed. Like, his personality seems so, I mean... There is something. I mean, he's just such an interesting dude. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it is wild to be clear of alcohol for two years and still have like moments of being a complete asshole, you know? Yeah. I think that it's like he is a hyper emotional guy and needs something to temper that at all times, but it doesn't really work because it's just like 
putting a lid on like a boiling pot of water so it's like maybe if he gets off weed for a while and can get some therapy and maybe he needs like medication or something or just to like let his emotions like level out maybe then he could incorporate it on like a every once in a while but I think if you're smoking from the second you wake up to like when you go to bed at night it's like you're powerless over weed. and also are we really to believe that Lisa doesn't know the term wake and bake He's like, it's called Wake and Bake, Lisa. And she's like, Wake and Bake? Wake and Bake. You know? <laughs> I mean, like, come on. I love her being like, to me, weed is harmless, but um, what do I know? <laughs> like, <laughs> And Ken is in that scene, too. I'm like, ugh. Uh. And then Ken, but at the Ken, end, Ken goes, he's maybe. He's dissociating. He's maybe staring just... off. He's going. <laughs> but he goes, did he tell? He goes, maybe, maybe. Cut down a little bit, like that was his big. Let me cut, let me cut down a little, little bit of your weed. Great advice. Yeah. It was like hearkening back to the season where Sheena finds out about Shay's pill addiction, and she goes, "Just get a little buzz. Don't get wasted." <laughs> I remember when Sheena at her pool party in Covina or wherever it was, and like she would like subtly make fun of Shay. She's like, I guess I'm the only one drinking of all this booze we got at Costco. And like Shay would be <laughs> in the back, just like white knuckling a like a lawn chair. He'd be like, uh, uh, and like, she was like making full on jokes about him being, trying to be sober, you know? Yeah. Somebody Didn't can't handle their like buzz. Anniversary. They like went for an anniversary thing and she did she drink and he didn't drink. Yeah, I remember she she's like, like, I wanna Well at least one of us can. She goes, <laughs> I wanna try every specialty drink on this menu. <laughs> Which is also just wild. Like, you work at a bar. You don't do that. Like, are you an idiot? Like <laughs> Unsupportive Queen. Wait, by the way, doesn't yeah, doesn't well, Sheena's mom listen to this show? I believe. To Sup? I think so, yeah. Erica. Really? Yeah. Shout out to Erica. Yeah, I oh my God. She does, yeah. a, a VIP listener. Hey, Erica, we fucking love you. We love your daughter. You're killing it as a, thank you're you killing it as a grandma. You're killing it. Killing the you game. You are. I really like, if I had a child, I would wish that you were my grandma or my mother <laughs> or actually just a co, maybe my <laughs> husband's mother. It could happen still. <laughs> It'll happen. No. Yeah. It's great. Shout out to Erica. Join the Patreon, Erica. If you're a real fan. <laughs> yeah. I love that. What a businesswoman. You're like, yo, if you pay a couple extra dollars a month, you'd be a real Six fan. A month, you can get all the bonus content. There's like tons of old episodes. Think about it. We Erica. might even have an episode dedicated to you, Erica. Find out. Yeah. Patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. Write it down, Erica. <laughs> Um, yeah, when James gets up to leave that like weird lunch sit down, he's like, bye. And Ken goes, bye. <laughs> and I was like, he is unwell. It's the, I knew it's it. the last time, <laughs> the last time they ever talk. Katie and Lala or no, Lala confronts Schwartz oh, at the yeah, end yeah. of the episode. I couldn't hear you because you have Sandoval's dick in your mouth. They're. I mean, their whole relationship is truly getting other people to do their dirty work and communicate on their behalf to each other. So it's not surprising. But I'm also just like, Lala, it's none of your business. Well, also, did you notice in that scene, too, she was like applying makeup makeup from a give them Lala makeup palette? Yeah, her spawn con. Yeah, and I was just like. Just give them Lala makeup, make a lot of money for her. 
who knows? I mean, I we can't trust what she tells us, but like I also heard rumors that like it's just like shit like you buy from China and then repack it. It's like the same thing with like Rina Beauty. Alibaba with, with like Rina Rina <laughs> Beauty, you know? Um yeah. so I mean, who knows? I mean, but but now you can't open up Instagram without a Lala Kent sponsored something, you know? She's she's but then she that also money. has give them Lala baby, which I was like, really? She's out here like designing baby clothes. But I also think that you, it's probably, it truly, I believe Lisa taught her the ways of Alibaba mass orders. And all she has to do is order like 30 baby cardigans and slap like a yeah. give them Lala. That's what I'm saying. Like, like have it sewn yes. on and then she sells them. Yeah. I mean, that's like the, um, but wow. I think you're going to see a lot more of things like that now that Randall's not in the the picture, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, she's got to hustle. I mean, that, that is coin. wild, though. Like, at some point, Randall will be like, thank God I didn't marry her. Yeah. Just financially I mean, wise. Like, but also, she's going to be like, thank God I had his baby because financially wise, she'll get child support payments, I'm sure. Yeah, I always think those child support payments are wild because it's like, you know, you have to support like the lifestyle that the kid is accustomed to. Like, wasn't it like Charlie and Denise or someone was like, like you can get six figures a month. I was like, why haven't I had a baby? I know, with a it's rich like, man? Once again, once again, I will sell, sell feet pick. Um, yeah, I've played this all wrong. Yeah, no, I mean, it is. I mean, that is just like the amount of money that you can get. Like, cause you're like, but I mean, like at most it costs like a couple thousand a month for like a kid, right? Like, you know, and these people are getting $300,000 in like spousal, like in childhood support or childhood, you know, child. Yeah. And it's supposed to go like all to the, ki- like taking care of the kid. But I'm like, in what all can you do? Like I could maybe think of like twenty five to $30,000 of things I could spend per month for a child. But like after that, it's like a kid does not need more. They don't even need that much. They certainly don't need more than that. Yeah. The kid's just gorging him or herself (laughs) trying to like spend money, you know? Yeah. No. What do you think about like the Charlie getting hit on by that Euro? I loved it. Cause it like gave like, I just love when I love when they give Charlie the opportunity to just say weird shit. She's like, nah, you don't come up and grab people where I'm from. Like my boyfriend will kick your ass. You'd like, she kind of like, I felt like she was about to rap or something. Like she was like, kind of like was on one and she, you could tell she was tipsy. You could tell she was overly confident. And I love that. Like, I want more like that girl has a weird, like, when I went, I went to see you next Tuesday with DJ James Kennedy, um, like a month ago and she was actually the waiter and I kind of know her a little bit and she was waiting tables and I shit you not. She talked to, she talked to me for like 15 minutes or something where I was like, yo, you got, ta- you got tables. Like, like, like the, the bussers were walking by giving her dirty looks and she was like, you know, it's like crazy. And like, she, I mean, she, and she cracks me up. I think she's like, has this great sense of humor, but I'm like, she, she was just talking and talking. And then I, like, I had to tell her to like leave, you know? Yeah. She has an interesting way of seeing the world and especially like an interesting sense of humor. Cause when that guy grabbed her waist and then she was like, 
oh look down there you dropped your pocket well that was it that was it like and i was like and she was like hello that was it loser yeah i was like hmm i I was like that's so bizarre that i i kind of like it you know by the way that night i saw charlie the restaurant was also the night somebody came up to raquel and called her lala it was like could we get a picture lala and she's like i'm not lala How could you? Um, you're not even a fan if you. That's what I was like. I mean, like, you don't deserve a picture. But it's also just like Raquel's insecurity too. It's like the worst thing to say to Raquel, you know? Yeah, you don't don't do that, yeah. sweet Raquel. I love her. I love her too. I don't want Charlie to turn on Sheena. I really don't think. I I mean I guess I, I don't know listeners weigh in, but I don't think that that's that crazy. What that guy did, he hit on her at a party, and then he backed off when she was like, "Don't touch me." Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I hope that I'm nothing like, else is going to happen with that. I think, I think that ran its I think course. What we saw is what we got, and maybe we don't know the full story. But I was like, this doesn't seem like something to like get mad at Shishu over. Like, leave her out of. She's been through enough. Yeah, I don't think Sheena was like, go over and grab my friend's ass. Or she's like, I'm looking the other way. <laughs> like, <laughs> go finger, go finger my friend. <laughs> Don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> and Brock's like, yeah, get him. Get him, man. Yeah. Yeah, she's like acting like she got like assaulted at this party. I'm like, honey, it's just like a drunk Euro. Like, it's not, it didn't seem to me to be like that big of a deal, but maybe we don't know everything. It is weird. Like, Brock is like, I guess like a good looking or like a C-level, like Jason Momoa or whatever. And, you know, he's a thick dude, mm-hmm. but it is. It is funny that like Sheena saw that and was like, fuck yeah. Like, fuck yes. You know? I love that. Yeah. I love their love. Like, red flags aside. Yeah. <laughs> the the <laughs> potential abuse towards huge another woman. Red flags <laughs> yeah. aside, I root for them and I hope that they have their shit together. But I do like there's like a 90 day fiance element with them where like mm-hmm. Brock's always like, I came here to provide a better life for my family. And it's like your family doesn't talk <laughs> like what family are you provide. They're you... in Australia, not like a third. That's world what I'm saying. He always <laughs> acts like it's like some kind of like immigrants tale. And like it's like your family doesn't you don't pay child support. So like what better life were you like? It's like you're making a better life for you. Like you weren't making a yeah. better life for your family and he killed you're it, man. He's on TV now. He seems he's, you can tell how excited he is to be there all the time. You know, mm-hmm. he's giving it 110%. Oh, he's and I crying. enjoy meeting. He's doing the whole thing. I think he should incorporate like more Australians into this show. I think maybe that's like what the show is lacking. Yeah, where's it's his like mates? a heavy Where is duty mates? Australian. There was one mate that came that had like, he came early and he said something really dumb and I was like classic Aussie and need more of that energy. I love like a big dumb Australian animal. But how weird is it that we have like kind of like a tepid season and still Peter doesn't get to be involved. Like, I mean like (laughs) Peter, we, we saw Peter for the first time in like seven episodes last night, just walking Lisa and Ken back, like literally like just walking. Like there was like, he doesn't really, he's just like walking and I'm just like, damn man sucks to be peter last night i literally had a moment where i was like did peter get fired like i was like is he on the show anymore and i was like doing like doing the mental math in my head trying to like figure out what the deal was and then i was like oh no he's on the show he just is not important somebody told me this that he did like a podcast interview or something where peter doesn't watch the show and and 
it came off like Peter thought he was one of the leads, you know, like, which, <laughs> which would be just wild where it's like, if Peter genuinely is like, yeah, cameras are always around me. I'm always doing shit. Like I'm kind of one of the dudes, you know, like, you know, if you yeah. legitimately don't watch, you would be like, he's like, people are always asking for photographs with me at sir. Like I'm really famous, you know? He's like, it's the easiest job I've ever had. He's like, it's crazy because I still manage a restaurant and like everyone else has gone on to do all this stuff. But like, I don't know, man. Like I love in his mind, he's the main character of the show, but still has found just middling financial success. <laughs> it's like, he's, he's like, I shoot one episode a season. He's counting out, uh, he's counting out waitresses at the end of the night. And like the <laughs> and the other thing was like he's another weird guy in terms of like uh, like side hustles like he had that candle line and like even the ca- candle. the candle ha- on remember the- heroin his hairline yeah and well, then he had like didn't he have like a slot machine which is like who the hell like <laughs> like what person is gonna be like I mean like the majority of people don't watch Vanderpump Rules in this world like who's this guy that this slot machine's based on you know like the Peter machine like it's just like. He's hustling at least. No, he's hustling, but it always like it always kind of strikes me as like, you want a candle? Let me go. To, let me go to the trunk of my car. One sec. You know, it's like and and on they the- were very trunk of the car candles. You would like see the sticker like bubbles. Yes, the that's what I was gonna say. There's like bubble himself. like yeah. You, you would like that's you because, but that's kind of an added bonus because you know Peter actually did put that on himself. You know. Yeah, I feel like people were like, "Let me get you some Peter candles," and I was like, "I don't." Mm-mm. I don't want them. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. No, like, I can't do that. It's <laughs> like people, people will buy me like housewife stuff and all that, and it's like, you know, at some like I like I said to you before we like at some point I do need to get laid. You know, like it's this none of <laughs> none of this is helping. You know, like you're some poor girl that I finally get a girl to come into my bedroom and they're like. What literally is all this shit? You know, like what's that smell? And you're like, oh, it's a Peter Madrigal original yes. candle. Oh, I'm glad you noticed. That's from Peter. This is a 2015 product that Peter launched. Uh, candles <laughs> smells like sandalwood. He says it's like a man scent. You're like Vanderpump Rules. You ever heard of it? Yeah. Well, it's a lesser known yeah. character named Peter Madrigal. Yeah, like, who you don't see on the show anymore. He did release this. Where does two this candles, end for one me? One day like, and one night. Where does this end for either of us? Like, am I going to be in my 60s talking about Vanderpump Rules? Like, I mean, I, I probably, yeah. Like, I don't know what how this ends. I know. I feel like at this point, they're just renewing the show to fuck with us personally. Like, I don't, I feel like they're like, well, these podcasters who started out trolling the show, like, now the joke's on them because I literally have said I will never stop talking about this show. The only way is if it goes off the air. And they're like, well, how about another season, Shane Halls? And I'm like, no, please. I mean, that's what, like, I mean, at this point, you would write better fan fiction of Vanderpump Rules than what we're seeing. And, like, I mean, I know you said you kind of have enjoyed this season, you said, I think, didn't you? I was at first, but then I, it, the novel, I think it was, I was just glad to have it back because we'd gone without it for so long. And then the novelty wore off. And now I'm just like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't if I didn't podcast about it I wouldn't be watching it yeah that's and I don't like like to really operate that way necessarily for the pod oh you like to do things that you like well, I like to, yeah, I want to do. That. I yeah. want to do. Oh, okay. I oh, oh, you're yeah. you're one of those people. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, that's the thing. When you like, here's the deal. Like when like Sopranos went away for a year and a half, it was the Sopranos. 
Like you come mm-hmm. back and you're like, fuck, I'm right back in it. You know, Vanderpump yeah. rules leaves for a year and a half or whatever. You come back and you've had all of these shows like summer house and winter, you all of these shows that are like crib Vanderpump rules style and kind of like made it a little better. And they're still fully fuck ups and abusing their like livers on these shows. And mm-hmm. you know, they're not fully grown up yet. And like, that's the thing. Like we haven't seen Amanda and Kyle move into a mansion on summer house. I mean, they just get to stay at the summer house for a summer, but like, I don't know. Like, that's the thing. It just, they, I feel like another thing, they just waited too long and then they didn't put enough thought or the production didn't put enough thought into like, like, how do you not introduce anybody new? You know? Yeah, it was like really after James and Lala, they were like, well, I guess anyone can be on the show. And then like cast, how do you, how do you end up casting Brett of all people? Yeah, I mean. Like a- truly no personality, like nothing, like a slender man stick figure with muscles. Like, I mean, Vanderpump I Rules like is Lisa so bad that Dana didn't want to come back. Yeah, well, she did us all a favor. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, Danica would have loved her to come back. Like, she brought something spicy. I think fly that Farrah girl out from Vegas and put her up at the restaurant. Can't you... I'm... There's... Cannot be that much of a shortage of, like, psychotic single people that like no that's why that's why i feel like they're lazy like just are you afraid to talk to new people production like like talk to them see what like like that that initial thought like the initial like where they get a behind the scenes of the first season where they showed us the initial tree where they're like this guy's hooking up with this girl this girl's hooking up with this guy and they showed how all of these stories like you know and it was like fascinating it's like do that again. Just get back to basics. Start looking at actual relationships that are actually there. Because, I mean, like, shit, they even let Danica go, who was, like, f- beating up her boyfriend for uh, having a threesome, you know? Yeah, like, that's the kind of TV. That is exactly the... That's the brand. Yes. I, I don't understand where they turned... It's like they never... No one ever understood what the brand was, and then they leaned and veered away from the brand that they themselves created. It's so bizarre. Yeah, I mean, and you had like you you know that you can introduce characters, like like you said, Lala and DJ James Kennedy are perfect examples of like you can introduce new characters and it can work. Yeah, and they all they have to do, and especially this season would have been a great season to do that because you got. You have huge shoes to fill. And now you've fired all these like OGs who could have put up a fight against filming with new people. So the rest of the people there don't have as much leveraging power to like unionize in that way and like refuse to let any newbies into the mix. But even if like Stassi came back, like. What are we going to get you, uh, which you have a theory that she is going to come back. I do. Yeah. I do think that I think, I think that, I mean, I have a dream that the last episode of this season, you'll get like a shot of like, like some like weird, like boot, you know, or something. And like a, you know, an eight foot long sweater that hangs to the floor and you know, like you're like, and then you'll pan up and it's Stassi and it'll be like, I'm back bitches. And like, that's how the season will end. Like the promise of something, you know, to come or something to excite people to wait for the next season. You know, I feel like that's what they have to do at this point. Like, but even what? what but I'm saying, what do you even get with Stassi? Like, Stassi is good reality television, but also like, 
there's another one. Okay, cool. We get to see your mansion and like you raise your baby and the Bo stuff. Her, like relationship with Bo, you know, and, like, her podcast. It's just like more of the same. It seems like you're not going to get back. Like, you know, like uh, if if I find out that like, God forbid, Stassi's cheating on Bo, then I'm like, yeah, put her on, man. I want to see that. Like, gets yeah, ba- I want to see like cheating. Yeah. I mean, basically. Breakups. I think Katie, I've been saying this but i really think that she should divorce schwartz and then that would give us like an incredible couple season i think you've said that before where it's like yeah like imagine a single katie imagine katie having to go on dates with randoms and her scaring guys off yeah or just being like meeting with lawyers and being like yeah i'm gonna take him for all that he's fucking worth like going through like following their divorce journey and then her like single journey could be a total rebrand of her like whole so in a vibe. way she does it gives her a lot of purpose too oh my god and then she actually for at does least two years she yeah. does take um his she takes his stake in schwartz <laughs> and sandy's and all of a sudden that's the end of the season where it's like things are going to be changing here tom sandoval yeah it goes like <laughs> and the doors of schwartz and sandy's bust open and it's katie in case she is, there's a new sheriff in <laughs> yeah. town. I got some ideas. And you just see Tom Sandoval behind the bar. Like he pulls like a thing, like a smoky thing off of a cocktail and sees her and his eyes start watering. And then we cut to black. And Katie goes, <laughs> give me a Miller High Life. And he's like, we don't carry that. And he's like, you do now. Yeah. It's <laughs> she pulls out a six pack and busts one open with her teeth. And she goes, you do now. <laughs> <laughs> and then she passes out because that's the most activity she's had in like three years. She's like, I'm exhausted, I'm exhausted. and I need to go take a nap. How <laughs> do people work? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it must be the craziest what? life yeah. to literally cash a six-figure check for six weeks of work, like maybe two months of work, and then be like, well, I mean, yeah, I'll like, wait till next you summer. You can tell the rest of those people are thankful to have jobs still. Like for like, you're like, shit, like we were scared it wasn't coming back. So thank God. And then like Katie really still just kind of like phones it in. It, yeah. it really is. I just, yeah. God bless her. Maybe it's just like they're set financially for now. Like it's not that much of a worry. But you can't I don't be that. So like, I, to, I, I, I'm not like the kind of person that just like sits around and does nothing. Like. Especially in a situation like that, I'd be like, oh, what can I do? Like, I'd be trying to figure wait, it out. Wait, what did Tom say? Like, later. she's sitting around playing fucking Legos all day. <laughs> yeah, she's like coloring, coloring books and playing Legos. Which, by the way, like, I will say, though, like, Legos are expensive. Like, you're just throwing money around, yeah. like, on, like, name brand Legos. And then, like, like I said, when I was watching Schwartz buy everybody those drinks at the bar, I'm like, yo, I know everybody's, like, rich here, but, like it's gotta be like a thousand dollar bar tab. Like, and I imagine you do this anywhere you go. So that shit does add up. It's like when I always think about like Kanye or any of these people that like buy cars, like, like Lamborghinis, like one per week. Like, is there ever a time when they're broke in their seventies and they're like, man, if I did not buy that blue Lamborghini that one time, I would be able to like, just live in a nice apartment for the rest of my life. (laughs) You know, it's like stressful, but she does have a podcast. She is. Yeah, a I hear that. I, I hear that. And I hear that. I think it's good. I mean, I haven't heard it, but I hear it's like, I decent. haven't heard it. Yeah. But I mean, you need to go on that podcast. That would be great. Oh my God. I don't think <laughs> if you guys made up and stuff like that, that would be cool. Well, we have gotten to like a chill place. I think like the last time we saw each other was when 
Dossie was on Watch What Happens Live with my friend Jason and she and Katie was there and she like she made peace or whatever and I made peace. So like I really have nothing outside of just watching the show and having opinions. I truly have nothing against anyone. <laughs> so with that being said, I'm like, Katie, have me on the pod. You can't come on this pod, yeah, but I'll, I mean, that I'll would, go on yours. That would be kind of amazing. Like I would love to see how she like how she helms a show you know like what because yeah, i really I mean, I mean i really don't know i mean i know katie from the show but like i don't know katie's opinions on everything like i i would now i'm kind of curious what are, also do you think like on monday like everybody was posting like memes and all that of like back to work after thanksgiving holiday do you think katie <laughs> sees those and it's just like so foreign she's like what are people talking about like what like, why are people like, sad? Sucks to sucks to be you. Every yeah. day is thanks. Like, every day is Thanksgiving for these people, you know. Mm-hmm. No, a day to just eat and relax, watch some TV. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch Jax when he got Botox on the Doctors Live a couple months ago? No. Yeah, uh-uh. they were like, we Where have TV he- star Jax Taylor with us. It's like there's like a shitty daytime show, like talk show called The Doctors, and it's like just that doctors such- talking about. And they had like TV star the Doctor. We're gonna watch him get routine Botox on his, you know. And then they had the guy giving Jax Botox right there, and it's like. Oh uh, yeah, it's you know, and he's like, this keeps me looking young and fresh, and you gotta have maintenance on your body. And I'm just like, how far we've fallen, you know? That is the most like early two thousands segment of television. Like, who doesn't know about Botox at this point? But at this point, also, it's just like in Jax's head, he's providing that's a paycheck. Yeah, he's providing for his family. Like it's it's a good or at least just free Botox. It's a it's a good day's work, you know? It's like an honest day's work. Yeah, no, it's like you he could pay five hundred bucks to get a forehead full of Botox or he could just go on the doctors and get it for free. So I guess go get the free Botox. You're gonna need it because those tax liens aren't going anywhere. <laughs> I just want more follow up about like the tax situation and well, that's the yeah. thing too is that like thank thankfully we know Jax isn't smart enough to ever get her, get himself in like a Jen Shaw situation. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he's never like he's not. There's like a mixture. He's of, not a scammer. No, and also I think there's a mix of laziness. I think even with Jen Shaw, it's like well she busted her ass to scam those people. Like she really did bust her ass. Whereas like Jax wouldn't do that. I think it would be too much work for him. Like so you know I don't think he's involved in anything too illegal except for not paying his taxes. Yeah, I think he's just the kind of person that wouldn't pay his bills or like wouldn't pay if he had employees, like wouldn't pay them or would take a long time to pay them. But I don't think that he's like actively scamming people out of money that take that does take a little bit of savviness that I don't think comes naturally to him. That would be a great way to get him back on the show, too, of like he has to do a scene where he has to go to Sandoval to borrow some money of Mm -hmm. like, listen, dude, like. I know we've had our differences, but uh, I want to show my kid a good Christmas this year. And is there any way I could borrow like 500 bucks? I think that they should just bring back everyone and have like Vanderpump All-Star like uh, for a final yeah. season. Like bring back Vail. Bring back every single person that's been on the show. Get Miami Girl back in the mix. Get Dodie back in the mix. All of Dodie's exes. Get, yeah. get Laura Lee. Laura Lee in there. Find her wherever she is. Get her mic'd up. Put her back in the mix. Like. Let's just go balls to the wall for like one final season. Yeah, like one last ride. Really? Like, I'm sorry. 
really are there people that would be like no to that if you're saying no to that like you just don't know what you're talking about at this point yeah none of these people have had like a career you know it's like have had a career where they're like it would ruin what i have going on right now yeah if anything they'd need the money and also like we need the entertainment I'm just talking about you and I now. Yeah, like, yeah just like literally, I'm literally two like that. By the way, that's anyone with like on a hot moral high ground, like you can stop watching it any time. But Ryan and I can never stop watching. So like we need this. Yeah, I mean, obviously, by the way, the biggest loser in all of this situation is me, regardless, no matter what happens. <laughs> but like I, I, I was just thinking if I did have a lot of money or if I won the Powerball, I would do a fucking squid game with Vanderpump Rules people. Or like mm-hmm. I would make them, I would trap them on it like a, a fake sur set and make them interact scenes, you know, like I would. Yeah, like, that would be incredible. What's that uh, Stephen King book, Misery, where like the, uh, you know, where that uh, chick makes uh, him write the character. Kidnaps him. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. like you killed off my favorite characters. Like I would do that and like make like people like I would like make. Oh, my God. Wouldn't it be amazing to like kidnap all of no well, kidnap like Dodie and Jack's. And then they come to like a dark soundstage and I turn on the lights and it's Tom Sandoval's living room and there's a TV and <laughs> drive the, drives playing. playing. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> or there's just a DVD of drive on like a coffee table <laughs> and they, and like a TV and, a DVD <laughs> player, like, and they have to like put it on. And there's like a, there's like themselves. a weird yeah. saw voice of like, what do you do with the DVD? <laughs> They have to not only put it on themselves, they then have to like choose to fuck again. You're sick for this, but I love it. <laughs> and then like, you know, and then like I, another light comes up. Tom's in the other That's room. what I'm saying. Another light comes up yeah. and we see Tom, like an a re- exact replica of Tom Sandoval's shitty apartment room, but it's like a glass wall. So he's looking at it happening. So we, so Sandoval yeah. finally gets to see what actually happened that night, you know? But he's also like, uh, he's also clockwork orange eyes <laughs> held open so he can't shut his eyes even if he wants to. He has to bear witness to this act of unholy fornication. Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's what I would do with money, though, I think. I would just do weird things like that. So it's probably good. Yeah, I it sounds it. like it's best if you don't have yeah, money. Yeah. <laughs> like, you see me show up on Shark Tank. Sharks, let me tell you about my idea. <laughs> I create realistic sets from Vanderbump rules and I make people <laughs> reenact scenes that I've postulated like little tiny one act plays. Like, have you ever thought what happened on the night that Dodie and Jax watched Drive? You know Jax didn't understand what was happening. That's probably why the sex happened. <laughs> They're like incredible. Like I would actually, I would pay to watch that. Well, so you might be onto something after all. I have thought about that night because, like, you know, Jax didn't understand Drive. You know he did because it's not like, and I bet like he fucking. It's a slow movie. It's like slow for some parts, and I feel like he gets frustrated at that. Yeah, and I feel like he like, I bet there was like a lie to Sandoval too of like, what's Drive about? And he's like, it's like Fast and Furious. They like they race cars with each other and stuff, and like. I'll bet he also thinks of himself like a Ryan Gosling. Like when he sees him driving like the Charger, he's like, that's me. Yeah. And so he was like turned on by that. He was like, wow, someone captured like my essence <laughs> on a movie. I got to plow. Uh, <laughs> that would be, remember when he's like, so like has such a boner when he met De Niro and all those people. That would be amazing mm-hmm. if he met Ryan Gosling, like Jax Taylor, dude, what you did for 
men and cool cars and stuff. I just fucking, you just nailed it, dude. You nailed it. I fucked your movie. <laughs> I, fucked, <laughs> I fucked hard to your movie, bro. I one time cheated on my, with my best friend's girlfriend, bro. That's how good that movie was. That's on you, bro. You did yeah, that. That'd yeah. be a huge, huge moment for Jax. But also just the depravity of Dodie in that moment too, of like, fuck it. Yeah, let's do this. Like, what was that? Like, what was the move that Dodie was like? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do this with him. You know, like, that I'll is, bet it was hot. Oh, I mean, obviously, but like, but I, also like a crazed no kiss sex is a wild thing for both of them. Didn't Jax go like it wasn't even good, dude? Did he tell that Sandoval? He goes, it wasn't even good. Yeah, I think he did say something disgusting like that. It wasn't even good. It'd be a different thing if it was good, but it wasn't even good. I'm like, do I, we need to just go on be like cast on Vanderpump Rules at a certain point, and then like go just like tear things up, or just like <laughs> that? My character is just a character that brings like past episodes up. Hey, you, hey, you remember when your girlfriend cheated with you, Tom? That was wild, man. That's cool. Hey, or what? Hey, did you guys hook up in Vegas, or like, are you still, are you still saying that you didn't, or what's the deal with that? Like, Sheena, do you talk yeah, to you Shay? Yeah, you bring up that. You're like, Lala, Ariana, do you remember when you went down on each other in the back uh, of the Mercedes? That was fucking hot. <laughs> that was crazy. That was fucking hot, dude. Like, that was like, what? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Never you could right. be like a James Kennedy at the beginning. Was it six or se- or it was season seven where he's like. Everybody remember when Jax talked faith? Yeah. Like that you just you make up new raps about Black Wraith. Everybody, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> well, once again, oh. we beg of the executives at Bravo, those in power, to release us from this hell. <laughs> But also, I'm so glad that it's still going because we got to pod together, yes. and it's always nice to have you on the show. No, this is always uh, this. You started. You got, you were one of the people that actually started my podcasting career, so I have you to blame for this fucking hellish life that I now live. You know, I'll take responsibility <laughs> for that. This is like hereditary or <laughs> something. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have no choice but to pass the buck. Like it is like the ring almost where you have seven days to get someone else to start a podcast (laughs) or else you die. So I did it. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. So who will you pass on the buck to is the big question. I think my, I think my dad wants to start a podcast. I'm probably going to do that. Yeah. My God. Yeah. That's great. What's up? All in the family. Yeah. Um, tell everyone where they can find you. I'm sure they already know. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's called so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey. It's like a daily show. There's a page that's so much free content, but if you want more, like I recap other episodes on the Patreon. Uh, and, um, yeah, the Instagram is just so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey and I just shit post all day. So pretty good stuff. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's great stuff. Guys, we'll be back soon. Love and light. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you